Today, the nerds are talking about Disney getting that money, 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 money. A few of our favorite shows are back. You guys should really watch Fargo. And is your PS4 a lovely home to a family of cockroaches? All this and more. This is Nerds with Mike's. Hey everyone, I'm Justin. I'm Maxwell. And I'm Travis. And this is episode 47 of Nerds with Mikes, a podcast about movies, TV shows, games, technology, and much more. Today's episode is recorded on April 27th, 2017, and I don't really care what you guys have been up to, so let's jump. No, I'm just kidding. Maxwell, what have you been up to? Uh, well, I've actually been up to a lot in comparison to usual. So, I watched Parks and Recreation, Life. Amazing. Uh, the movie Life. I watched an, oh. an episode of... The Grand Tour, Top Gear, The Tonight Show, La La Land. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I rewatched Alien on Wednesday uh, during Alien Day, as well as took several Alien quizzes uh, on their site because they were doing a bunch of giveaways, and you get entered for doing that. Uh, I watched the live feed of the Alien Covenant cast being interviewed, and the never-before-seen video that ties Prometheus to Covenant. Uh, and then finally worked on our logo design some more. It looks really good. Yeah, it does. Um, so I did forget Alien Day was the other day, and I was going to see if it was at the movie theaters around here, and I didn't even look. So It, it, it is. wasn't. Okay, now that I have weekends off, I do fully intend to sit down one weekend and watch these movies. So there's that to look forward to. And Parks and Rec, that's amazing. Uh, how Are you going to talk about life later? Um... Sure, we can. I didn't know. I didn't know if it was a pick of the week or anything like that. But don't, don't. Well, now just don't answer me. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> what have you been up to? I've actually been up to a lot. I was actually on vacation last week. I went to the cabins the first part of the week, which I think I may have mentioned that you last did. week. Piggyback rides. Yeah, yeah, piggyback rides. Yeah. Uh, and then the second half of the week, I actually just got back from Dallas a couple days ago. Went down to a friend's wedding. Uh, I was hesitant about it first because it was like a. It was a Vietnamese wedding, which I'd never been a part of, yeah. uh, but it was actually a really good time. Uh, it was awesome. Uh, there was two ceremonies, beautiful wedding. I uh, got to see some friends I haven't seen in a while, ate some food that I would have never thought that I ate, you know, would eat, but uh, it was a good time. Uh, on the nerd front, I watched Gotham. Uh, I watched uh, Fargo. Thank God. Uh, the, the, new, the new episode of the new yeah. season. I watched... Um, God, there's so many things that I watched. You watched La La Land for how many times in a row? The third, the third time. I also watched Into the Badlands. I watched two episodes of Le- the first two episodes of Legion, and there was one other one that I watched. I just can't remember. Silicon what. Valley. Silicon Valley. Yes. Yeah. Which hey, we'll can we in. talk about La La Land and how we pretty much um, those two are always doing so well in a movie together? Yes. This, they do this is the second great... time we've seen them. Right. The first one was. Uh, the crazy stupid love. Yes. Yeah. What did you think about La La Land? I love it. I No, it was a really good movie and um you know, I'm fine with seeing those two in a movie together again as long as they get married in real life. I know. Yeah. Um I, I don't I know Travis is a big fan, but it's just funny every time I come over here I'll have the earbuds in and all of a sudden I hear like I'm like, Oh god, no, not again. It's stuck in your head. It they, does. they do play it like several times through the movie though. So <laughs> Yeah. And I didn't know that was from whenever I think it was uh, Jimmy Fallon did whatever award show that was. Oh yeah, they did like a spoof of that. I didn't know that was from Lala, but I was like, This is so catchy and then I find out it's a real song. But Yeah, they uh 
I watched the behind the scenes where they were talking about like how they did the whole bridge scene in the beginning, and they actually shut down that part of the interstate in L.A. for like three days. How obnoxious! Like, yeah, I was like, that's yeah. Crazy. Everything they did were they used real sets instead of or that's cool. real locations rather than sets. That's and cool. also, just fun fact: uh, Ryan Gosling did all his own piano playing in that movie. Really? Wow, that's he, incredible. <laughs> uh, he didn't know how to play piano going into the movie. Uh, three months, he played for two hours a day, five or six days a week. Uh, and the first day of shooting, they they had had somebody there to stand in, like for just the hand scenes of him playing. Uh, but they didn't end up needing him, and they never used him throughout the whole movie. So that's it was cool. just him doing it all, which to me was amazing. Yeah. So, uh, all right, well. Justin, what have you been? <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, do I not get to say? No, it? no. you don't. Um, I have been watching Parks and Rec. I uh, just finished season two. Go us. What season are you on? Uh, almost the last one. Oh crap! Okay, I gotta catch up. Uh, still watching Girls. Show's still really good. Um, I haven't played a ton of games. I, I have been playing a little more Rust. I did get back on Siege just for the sake of saying I played it this week. <laughs> I felt after, I went to bed after we recorded last week. I just felt really bad. Um, but uh, haven't done a whole lot. I did. I wrote like twenty-two pages total for finals week last week, and I'm just I don't want to type anymore ever again. So, but I have to in a couple weeks. So yeah, but that's pretty much it. But we kind of left our listeners on a cliffhanger last week, didn't we? We did. Uh, a good old-fashioned cliffhanger with uh, Sylvester Stallone. Am I right? <laughs> yep, you're absolutely right. <sighs> Never too much Stallone on this show. That's the first episode featured over the top. Yep. That's right. Anyway, um, we asked our listeners what their favorite gaming memories were. And you guys did not disappoint us. You gave us a ton of feedback. Travis, would you like to start it off? Yeah, uh, and we're just gonna we're just going to read a few, but we do appreciate all the feedback uh, that we did get. Um, so the first one uh, comes from Facebook. I'm going to cover Facebook. Maxwell's going to cover Instagram, and then Justin's going to give us uh, uh, one from Twitter as well. But uh, Bill said that his favorite memory was easily Mega Man, which I know I love Mega Man. Maxwell loves Mega Man as well. I don't know about you. You probably hate it, Justin. I dabbled. I uh, dabbled. Uh, but, uh, but Bill said that he would spend hours uh, late night as a child. Uh, he says, when, uh, when I should have went to bed, uh, I, you know, trying to get well, – hold on. What's he say? He says – when I should have been in bed trying to get uh, get to the end, it was so hard. I, I don't know. I think he what he's trying to say is that sounds dirty. Yeah, he that did sounds not, super dirty. That. That's not written very well, but no, no, no. What he was trying to say is when he should have been in bed, uh, he was up playing the game, uh, and that the game was so hard it was hard to reach the end. Uh, at that time, when you played like the original Mega Man's, there was no codes to save your progress. You had to try to do it in one run. Um, if this you die, very. Filthy. <laughs> yeah, if you die, you start no. over. Um, we have a listener, Terry, which I don't know if that's our Terry or not. I'm not, I'm not real I'm sure. But he says he has a lot of great gaming memories, but one of the ones that stands out most uh, to him was the first time that he played Assassin's Creed 2, which Assassin's Creed's a pretty good franchise. I remember when I played it for the first time. It was a really cool experience. He says he got it in Christmas 2009, uh, played it nonstop during a uh, break from school, uh, the game was amazing on so many levels. The story was amazing. Uh, the exile continues to be uh, exile continues to be. I think he meant to say ex ex. Is it Exio? Yeah, Ezio. Ezio. Yeah. 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 Ezio he just spelled con- it wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Ezio continues to be one of his favorite characters in gaming history. Uh, it's the first game that he fully uh, was a hundred percent completed uh, with every achievement. Uh, plus, uh, it was the time before Ubisoft released Broken Games. <laughs> 
<laughs> he says, I remember watching everyone, uh, everything about it on G4's X-Play, if that tells you how long wow. ago it was, because G4 doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so that was what we have from Facebook. Maxwell, you want to go over a few that we have from Instagram? I can do that. So we got Thomas.J99. He says, I grew up with Mario Kart Double Dash, and I was pretty rubbish at it back in the day. I sounds like he's probably overseas then. So I grew up with Mario Kart. No, that's not it. <laughs> that's Michael <laughs> I was pretty rubbish at it back in the day. You know, my brother. <laughs> I'm just going to stop. My brother, however, was the uh, Michael Phelps of Mario Kart. So I guess his brother smoked a lot of weed and was good at playing games. And Subway. Uh, yeah, he says uh, he's much older than me and had had moved out. But I remember one night he came and stayed over and we played some Mario Kart. I went off to bed. He kept playing. When I came downstairs the following morning, he had unlocked almost all the carts, Toad and Toadette and the special cup, which I didn't even know you could get. I haven't felt as blown away by a game since, although being so young definitely made it all the crazier to me. Uh, we got the guy 0101. Uh, this is the second time I think we've read one of his feedback. I remember playing Halo 1 and 2, and all the time on the original Xbox. Each playthrough would be a new experience for me. I'd hit up Halo 1's multiplayer with my friends, and every chance I got uh, when they came over. Back in the day, my brother was super sensitive about anyone getting on his account in Halo 2. Of course... I wasn't very good, and I'd intentionally do horrible in Slayer matches, causing his kill-death ratio to suck. <laughs> but since I would consider myself a skillful player uh, now, I'd give anything to relive some nostalgia. I do remember going to my friend Kyle's house and realizing he had a Nintendo 64 lying around. GoldenEye 007 was the best game to bring out some hateful rage. I miss those days. Um... I got a lot of memories of playing Halo 2 for many, many, many hours. I've never played a game, I think, for such a wide span of time as Halo 2. Did you pick up the Halo Master Chief Collection on your PS4? Oh, that's right. You're silly. Ah, uh, funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Halo 2 was also when you could get uh, the uh, additional maps that was on a disc. It was like 20 bucks, and it came with more... You could. I remember that. Remember that? Yeah, it was yeah. crazy. Borderlands did something similar, except it was just extra content. Yeah. Missed those days. Yep. Uh, Prince Kinky ooh, <laughs> says, getting completely lost on the first mission of Combat Evolved. That's, uh, that's Bill's Instagram name. No, I'm kidding. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm sorry, Bill. <laughs> um, and then the last one here, we got uh, Ger- Gerald Bagel the Beagler. I guess that's right. It's all one word, so it's hard to break that up. First time I came across a liquor in Resident Evil 2, there is not enough Schlitz in the world to dull that horror. I don't know what Schlitz is, but apparently there's not enough of it to dull that horror. Um, Man, I remember Resident Evil 2. That was another great game. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Is that all you got for Instagram? That's all I got. All right. On the old tweeter, uh, our friends over at Two Guides with Raging Goals said... What? Just that name. The just tweeter? Makes, oh, Two makes, Guides with Raging Goals. Yeah. Uh, they said KOTOR, 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 which of course is Knights of the Old Republic. Uh, when you had to play as a side character after Karth, Revan, and Bastila were captured, and Jolie Bindo, uh, plus the Force Wave for the epic win. Uh, that is one of my favorite games. Um, so I agree with them there. Uh, what's your favorite gaming memory, Maxwell? Oh, God. 
So I've been thinking about this, obviously, for quite some time now. And I've got... There's the ones that are like in second and third place. Mario Kart on the 64, playing that um, after high school with one of my uh, best friends, Nick. And, dude, we'd spend so many hours playing that game. It was fantastic. And nothing, no Mario Kart has lived up to that level for me uh, since the 64. Uh, playing Smash Brothers in the last like couple years, like when it came out um, on the Wii U. Uh, that's a really good, um, batch of memories, but there's not as many hours in it. So my number one take, uh, most memorable time is playing the original Nintendo with my older brother. So I, I'm the Luigi guy, I'm Tails, you know, I'm the second player, uh, kid. So I'm a big fan of those guys versus the, you know, first place guys. Um, and dude, there's just been so many memories. We fought all the time growing up, like all the time. He was older than me, bigger than me. Um, so of course he had to pick on me, (laughs) but when it came down to it, if you put an NES in front of us, like all feuds would it end and we would just sit and play, um, much like some of our stories here till like way late in the night when we should have been sleeping. It's a good story. Good memory. What about you, Travis? Um, I kind of have three as well. I guess I'll kind of rank them. Uh, the first or the third being, um, I would have to say I had a very similar uh, story to Maxwell in regards to I used to play with uh, a couple friends after uh, after school, and our game of choice was Smash Brothers on the 64. Um, that was a game that we sunk a lot of time into. Um, it just seemed like every day after school, like at least two hours after school, that's what we were doing was playing Smash Brothers. Um, the second one would have to be probably uh, playing my Super Nintendo with my dad and just the hours that we spent on uh, Super Metroid because he was who really introduced me to the Super Metroid game. Uh, when him and my mom had gotten married, he had had a... Um, he had a, had a Super Nintendo, and at the time, I'm trying to remember if I even had the Super Nintendo or if I got it because of him, but uh, he was the one that introduced me to uh, Super Metroid, and I tell you, we played that game, we beat it, and then we would start a whole other run over again. Like We just kept playing that game over and over, and he was also the one that got me started on Super Punch-Out, so those two are, are super fond memories that I had with him and uh, in those games. Uh, but number one has to be, for me, um, Goldeneye on 64. Um, that was, that was the first game that I remember being competitive in when it came to multiplayer, like just wanting to be better than your friends. Like, and even smash brothers didn't really make me feel that way. But when it came to Goldeneye, like I just wanted to be the best at that game. Uh, and there were so many attempts to try to remake that game or, or, or either like by doing a, uh, an Xbox live arcade version of it, or you're remastering and coming out with a new one, but there's just something about the original 64 version of Goldeneye that just, to me, like just the nostalgia. And I remember how awkward the controller felt at first when you were playing that game, because you had the, the joystick in the middle and then you had the C buttons and it was just so awkward at first. And then you had to hold like the left trigger and then you had to aim with the joystick. It was just, so awkward, but then once you got it down, dude, like it even playing through it, just the campaign was phenomenal yeah. as well. So, um, uh, quick question, Travis, um, and not to cut you off, but no, I, you're fine. I thought you were ending there. Um, yeah. who was your go to character on <laughs> Smash Brothers on 64? 
Uh, my go-to character, honestly, it it was Link. It, it was it was Link. I, I, in the later games, I, I was more of like a Samus person, but in the earlier games, it was it was Link for me. Mine was Pikachu, hands down. Oh, really? Yeah. I've always gone with Link. Link is good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I also have a few different memories, although mine aren't as sentimental as your guys. You guys had like these really nice touching stories and I'm just like, man, eh, whatever. Um, so one of my biggest ones is definitely, I know I say a lot, but SOCOM. Um, that was a game. It was my first online game, uh, that I ever played. And then, uh, it was just a lot of fun. I remember I was a beta tester for SOCOM 2, which like when I'm like a freshman, eighth grader, or freshman in high school, I don't know how old I was. That was a big deal for me. And like they had to mail us a disc. And I remember like just waiting for that disc to come and try out like one map. But I would stay up way too late and wake up even earlier than I needed to to get up for school just to play that game. Wow. And I love that game. I have so many memories in that game. It's just a lot of fun. <laughs> That's why you're always uh, so calm remastered. I know. It's the hashtag so calm remastered. Make it happen. Um, and then Goldeneye, that one, uh, my friend Josh and I would play that one all day, every day. Same thing with like NBA 2K, we'd play that one a lot. And then uh, <laughs> this one's kind of a funnier one, but for Rust, uh, like one of my first few days playing it, it's a extreme, it's a brutal game if, if when you're new. And I just found like a gun. It's incredibly difficult to find, and at first, and. Um, my character was starving and I knew I was going to die and lose this gun. So I see these two people just exploring and I walk up to him and I shoot one of them and kill him. And I get on the mic. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm just hungry. I'm just trying to find food. And like, I actually had like a panic sound in my voice when I said it, like I was really starving, even though <laughs> I was perfectly fine. And the guy was like, Oh, don't worry about it. I don't even know that guy. So I started to loot. I started to loot the dead guy. And then he shot me and killed me. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, those are, yeah, those are my memories. So. so I was thinking as we were talking, the the one memory that gets triggered like year after year is sometime during the summer I get some smell. And I don't know what it is. It's like some kind of floral scent or something that comes through. Um, and it always reminds me specifically. So it's like it's not my most memorable, but it's the most memory triggered memory, if that makes sense. Um, summer as a kid, window open in the house, uh, playing Sega, uh, Beavis and Butthead. That game's incredibly hard. <laughs> it is so hard. I like how that for story. For some reason, that all connects <laughs> because based on a scent. It's just funny how it's sort of like this. I thought it was gonna be something like really just like sentimental and sweet. It's like Beavis and Butthead. Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> it's because you can't. It's because you can't couch fish unless the window's open. <laughs> All right, so are we ready to move on to gaming? Well, yes, after I say, so anytime I eat pizza rolls, it makes me think of uh, playing Sega, just throwing that out there. Really? Yeah, because I I always used to, when I used to play, for those of you, you may have been too young, like how how much do you remember the Sega Genesis? I had one, yeah. Okay. You all remember when they had the Sega channel and like your, you could, like your cable provider would like screw a cable into the back of it and it was a cartridge that would go inside of your Sega and it was essentially like Sega on demand games. You just play whatever you wanted. I didn't have that. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I mean, I know about it, but I definitely didn't have it. Yeah, I had it and it was awesome. It does sound awesome. Yeah. But, anyways, that was one of my fondest memories because I remember just eating, eating, (laughs) pizza rolls, just playing whatever games I wanted to on the Sega. That was (laughs) the life. My, my, 
my food memory is probably um, playing Modern Warfare, either the first or the second one, and uh, having cans of Cherry Coke. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I don't, I yeah. don't know if I have a food video game really relationship. <laughs> like, I don't think there's any one food or drink guy. There's yeah. not, like, something you crave when you're, like, playing games? Like, mine, like, recently, like, in the past year have been Cheez-Its for some reason. No, I don't think I do. Yeah, that's weird. Maybe I'm broken. I don't know. But, okay. It's probably good. Yeah. yeah. All right, so let's move on to some gaming and tech news. Um, uh, not yesterday when you hear this, but well, maybe. But on Wednesday, uh, the 26th, uh, Activision revealed the first look at Call of Duty World War II. Uh, they revealed the trailer. And I got to tell you. I got I, mixed feelings. I'm a very harsh critic of Call of Duty. I think it's garbage. I think the last good one was Modern Warfare 2, maybe Black Ops 2. Um, but I will tell you right now, this, this trailer really impressed me. Um, it does come out on November 3rd. Uh, if you pre-order it, you get access to the beta. Uh, there will be no jetpacks or different colored armor or skins. It's going to be strictly true to the time period, just boots on the ground gameplay. Uh, there have been some hints that there could be uh, vehicles. Uh, definitely had a Battlefield 1 feel, I thought. And one thing that I thought was neat, especially considering I hate the game that it is kind of remi- reminds me of, is that instead of like a lobby where like it's just names and, and ranks, it's going to be like a big social hub where you and your player just walk around and interact with people like Destiny, which that was kind of neat. Will it add anything to the game? I don't know. But So you said you had mixed feelings. Well, uh, tell me about them. Well, I think it's just kind of like you had kind of alluded to that I've been such a Call of Duty hater for so long. It's like I don't want to get my hopes up for this game and like it come out and it just be terrible. What like, if they what if they what if they intentionally were tanking the last like 5 games, made them just awful. <laughs> so when they went back to normal they'll be like, "It's great." <laughs> no. I uh just by comparison. Yeah, I don't know. I want this game to succeed because I I I feel like if if it does like there'll be more to come like this. Um, Infinite Warfare tanked. But they're also, they've also said that they're going to have zombies in this game. If they have a zombie mode, I don't care. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to play it. It can be there. Somebody said there's going to be like a mode where like you play like one soldier throughout the campaign. Like it's called like war or something like that. But like you... That's a multiplayer mode. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Josh Dumail is in this game. Oh, is he? Yes. (laughs) I was on Reddit. I was on Reddit uh, reading the, the comments on the reveal thread. And this one guy was like, oh, my God, I can't believe Josh Dumail is in this. I'm like, you got more excited for Josh Dumail than, than Fergie does. And that's his wife, I think, right? Yeah. I like, this know, guy but... was super just, like, excited that Josh Dumail was in this game. I'm like, nobody gets excited for Josh Dumail. Nobody. Yeah. So it just, I don't know. I thought that was strange. But Especially yeah, when you get Jon Snow in the last game. They did have Jon Snow yeah. in the last game. Yeah, and they but, in space in the So... Movie. Go ahead. For me, it does look like a Battlefield game, which is why it looks good. Yeah. Um, but I was thinking in that one section at the end of it where it shows like all the like uh, player names over top and it looks massive. Yeah. I'm like, okay, that's straight out of Battlefield. It may not be as massive as it appears in that cut, though. But do you think that they're timing this game particularly to come out? Actually, I need to look this up. When does Dunkirk come out? July. Hmm. This comes out a couple months later. November 3rd, yeah. yeah. Which I've got some Dunkirk news later. Yeah. But it's the same time period, and then even the traders cut from, like, that beach. Um, It does. See, part of me hopes that where this one's called just Call of Duty World War II, I really hope that they include 
everything from World War Two. Like each one kind of had like its own kind of like Battlefield One did. Yeah, yeah. Each one, each Call of Duty in the past kind of had like its own region of the war, but this right. one starts on D Day. Uh, on Normandy, and then I'm kind of hoping it has like some stuff in the Pacific Islands and all that stuff. Like if it has everything, I'm a huge history nut, and I'm sold. Like I, uh, I'm a, one of the things that I heard that I'm pretty excited about is there's going to be um, two campaigns. There's going to be a single player campaign, and there's also going to be a multiplayer campaign as well. Sounds pretty cool. Uh, now I think the multiplayer campaign is a zombie portion though. But oh, wait, that. wasn't World at War a uh, multiplayer? Um, I think you could do co-op campaign. in that, yeah. Yeah, it was two players, I think, right? Yeah. There will be playable uh, multiplayer at E3, so that'll be our first real idea on where this game's going to go. Yeah. Um, whether or not it, it, if it's just they're blowing smoke, or will it be good? Well, if it's anything like the cutscene or like the trailer, it should be good. The trailer, yeah, yeah. It was well, it was well made. The trailer, anyways. All right, Travis, tell us what. Uh, Sony's going to gift us. Yeah, so uh, May PlayStation games have been revealed, um, just real quickly. So Tales from the Borderlands, which I'm pretty excited about. Cause I, Broderlands. Yeah, bro, was it? Bro, Broderlands. Broderlands, yeah. <laughs> Tales from the Broderlands. Uh, I'm really excited about this because I haven't got to play it yet. So um, There's also one called Abzul, I think is how you pronounce that. It's an underwater uh, adventure game. It looks really cool. Uh, you also have one called Blood Knights, and I also have one called Port Royale 3. Pirates and Merchants, which is kind of like a Pirates Pirate and Merchants game. game. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, so those will be out in May. Uh, so go ahead and make sure you add those to your library before they're gone. Has, has Microsoft announced theirs yet? I haven't seen it okay. at this point in time, no. Uh, now, in other gaming news real quick, so we have Forza 3 Horizon. Yeah. And uh, do, do you have the, do you have the like, the season pass? Yeah. yeah. So Forza Horizon 3 is actually getting the Hot Wheels expansion, which... So good. At first, I was like, this is going to be silly. And then I watched the trailer, and it was everything that my 10-year-old self would have wanted. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's literally like the little tracks and everything. It reminds me of the, the cutting stunts. In Grand Theft Auto? Grand Theft Auto, yeah. Yeah. Did you happen to watch the trailer, Maxwell? Yeah. Actually, it does look really good, um, and I'll never be able to play it. You can yeah. get it on PS4. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's cool because it's I'm not joking. just like just the tracks by themselves, but they're actually in the world. So like you're like going up around skyscrapers yeah. and stuff like that. Uh, and they're actual Hot Wheel cars, which is really, really yeah. neat. And I, uh, I'm hoping that there's one where the background is like a little kid's like room. Oh, that would be sweet. To put yeah. it to scale and make it look like the actual toys. That would be cool. Yeah, so the expansion actually drops on May 9th on Xbox One and uh, Windows 10. Uh, and it goes... Uh, and it goes beyond just a handful of cars. It's actually going to have additional Hot Wheel cars. Like, I don't know if anybody remembers these as kids, but Bone Shaker. Um, we're also going to have uh, the Twin Mill uh, and the Rip Rod. Uh, players will also be able to race courses based on uh, the Toys line and arc- the the iconic. You got it. The <laughs> iconic, sorry, orange tracks. So, like we <laughs> talked about, we used, you remember you used to put your race car up here and it dropped down. Yeah. Uh, so you'll be racing like that. That means that there's going to be all kinds of twisty, turny tracks all around skyscrapers, uh, and also players will actually be able to modify and make their own tracks as, as well, sweet. which will be super cool. Um, so I'm pretty excited about that. Um, Justin, yes, uh, Maxwell. Every now and then, you and Travis talk about pooping each other's pants. Uh huh. 
I really could have used one of you guys the other night to poop my pants <laughs> for me. Uh, Outlast, <laughs> yeah, Outlast. We would have done it too because it's you. friendship. Thank you. Uh, Outlast Two came out, the sequel to the wildly popular Outlast One that came out a few years ago. <laughs> that makes sense. It was, it was kind of a sleeper, honestly, because it was a just straight, yeah, straight it, to it the It became popular well after the fact. Yeah, um, but uh, I played it, I pooped it, um, and just it is terrifying. Oh my god! So the first one I thought was really good, but it did have some mechanical issues that made the game kind of a chore to play. This one does not have that. It's a huge improvement, and the setting. You would think an asylum would be the scariest place you could go, or one of. And they top it. It's just, oh my god! I, I just, I just. Are the graphics better? Because the last one, the yeah, graphics were kind of great. It's PS4, yeah. Oh, what's yeah. the location of this one? So, well, I haven't gotten that far into it, but so far, like it's this village that, um, like I don't know, I don't know how to describe it. Like the houses are all torn up, and it's kind of very. Um, for some reason, to me personally, it kind of has like a, well, that's a bad example, but it almost has like a Texas Chainsaw Massacre feel if instead of a house, it was an entire like village. Like, w- like Waco? It's very just unsettling. And then... Resident Evil 7? Kind of. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Or Resident Evil 4 when you're in that village. Yeah. Oh, kinda, yeah. yeah. Um, but it's just very... Um, I'm not going to lie. I did skip through the cutscenes because I just want to get some gameplay to have some impressions, so... I don't really know the whole setup, but it's very creepy, and so far the mechanics of the game are pretty sound. So I we're really gonna try it. to we're gonna try to st- uh, stream some of this as well. Scream on stream uh, will be coming soon. Keep an eye out for that. You uh, gotta verbalize that too, because not everyone is watching. Oh, hashtag scream on stream. <laughs> uh, is that like a is that a big thing, or is it something we created? We created that. What? Oh. Scream on stream. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, yeah, we cr- we created that one in October of last year. Yeah, um, you guys got to play Alien. I, yeah, we do. I played what? it once, and I was like, I don't think we have it on PS4, do we? I don't I have it on Xbox. I can bring my, or you can log into my Xbox account. Yeah. So that game, Alien: Isolation, uh, Travis, you posted up that article. Uh, I think Polygon said that it's still just as scary. The expansion piece. Uh, that's what I was playing, where it's just like little missions where you're playing the original movie. Dude, it's it's so hard and so scary. I wish... Do you know, Justin, if they... Did they ever update it on PS4 to have VR support? Oh, not yet, but they should. God, that would be the best. Yeah. That would literally be the best. Now, Maxwell, do you have some news to close us out of the gaming and tech section? I wish I didn't have this news, but I feel like everybody needs to know about it. So, it has... Uh, it's confirmed that the PlayStation 4, due to the fact that it runs much hotter and has, uh, I guess, larger cavities inside of itself, <laughs> Cavity. um, that when it comes to the PS4 versus the Xbox One, the PS4 can house cockroaches. It's just a very appealing uh, system, apparently. They clearly chose the better system. <laughs> So they're they are to, smart. To infest. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that PS4 in your shelf next to your TV very well could have cockroaches in it. And this isn't an uncommon thing. And I guess it happens in different types of electronics too. But specifically, uh, it's common in this. It's pretty common in general. When uh, when I worked at GameStop, I couldn't tell you how many consoles that. Because one of the things when you work at GameStop is you have to. Uh, test the systems obviously as they come in because you obviously don't want to buy a broken system right 
Uh, I can't count the times probably that I have opened up a disk drive and either something's crawled out of it or like if I look in the back and like, cause we always make sure that, yeah, dude, it's, it's, it's it, disgusting. Do you remember when they, people would bring us and this, I hate to say it like this, but people would bring us bags of games and systems. And like, as we were checking them in, we we're like, yeah, this needs to go in the trash. Yeah. Like it was awful. Yeah. There's a lot of systems and computers that are going to reek of cigarettes um, it'd be discolored because of that. Yeah. And then the fans in the back of them are just like loaded down with hair. And Secondhand like smoke kills game systems too. All right. <laughs> yes, so yes. Don't do it. Yeah. Um, whoa. You know what it's time for now, right? Tell us. It's time to talk to our friends. Hi, everyone. My name is Mystique Siren. I am partnering up with the guys at Nerds with Mics, and I stream on Twitch. You guys can follow me at twitch.tv forward slash Mystique Siren. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter. Um, I always post whenever I go live, so you guys know, and you don't ever miss a stream. I mainly stream Destiny, Battlefield, Overwatch, and Borderlands. Um, MMOs, RPGs, first-person shooters, I love them. So um, I will see you there. So just follow. Thanks, bye. Hey, it's Nick from the NB Experience YouTube channel. Do you like new and retro video games? Do you like to laugh at stupid and inappropriate things? Do you like to watch people fail more often than not? If you answered yes to any or all or even none of these questions, check out the NB Experience on YouTube, VidMe, Twitch, and Twitter. I feature a wide variety of games from Pokemon to Super Smash Brothers to Shaq Fu. Subscribe to the NB Experience for this and much more. And we're back. Uh, so, we're going to kick off the movie and TV news section. And I'm going to start off with a show that's very near and dear to my heart. Fargo Season 3 came back last week, and oh my god. It was great. Um, I will say the episode started off a little slower than usual um, than they usually do, but it picked up and ended with a ended with a bang. If you know what I'm saying, um, isn't that right? Yeah, you watched it. I did. Yeah, you know, you've only been house- hounding me. I think maybe since the beginning of this podcast. That's 100 percent true. Uh, to watch it, and uh, I gotta say, overall, I really liked it. Uh, it. To me, started off very slow. It, this one did. I will give you that. It was. It, it definitely did a, a good job of like laying the groundwork for like the different characters and stuff. Uh, but by the end of the first episode, you see all these different stories happening, and then you kind of see them all start to kind of interweave together. Yep. So, is that kind of a a, a big thing? For oh yeah. How the show? I I really hope you go back and watch season one. Season I will. One is I, perfect. I will. Um. So I, I also I've seen episode two and. Just as good. Picks up right where episode one left off. Um, lots of twists and turns. The guy who played Lupin in the Harry Potter series plays a guy, a VM Varga, I think is his name in this show. And is he the druggie? He's the guy who told them not to worry about paying the loan back. Oh, yeah. Uh, that they're, they're now He's investors. a creeper. Yeah. Oh, he's so good so far. You can tell he's up to no good. Um, but one thing to take away from the premiere episode was... There were about six quick 15-second promos for the upcoming movie, Dunkirk. See, I didn't see that because I watched it later. Okay. They were about 15 seconds each, and they were – I mean, maybe for the actual footage, maybe even like eight seconds. Very quick, 
very intense, but they all were different. And I just based on those little tiny promos, I want that movie now. Like it, I'm just so ready for it. It looks. See, so I nuts. hope so because I'm I'm literally the exact opposite. Like I watched the trailer that released, and I literally had no interest in I seeing it. The first trailer piqued my interest more than the one that actually looked more detailed. Yeah. Right. But if you could find these quick clips, I'm sure they're on YouTube. I mean, I'm sure somebody put them up. Probably the studio, but yeah. uh, it looks good. It looks intense. But so you liked Fargo. I liked Fargo. We're laughing now because cat is meowing. Oh, I didn't I'm meow back. I meow back. Oh, I didn't do that either. Um, you need to watch Fargo. Maybe. Maybe he'll I'll wa- watch Alien. You watch yeah, Fargo? I was gonna say he'll watch Fargo when you watch Alien. Deal. Um, Travis is now making deals on your behalf. Yeah, that are legally <laughs> that's binding. fair. Honestly, I will watch it okay. if you watch the Alien movies. Um, to, to be fair, that's not fair because I feel like <laughs> thirty six hours of Fargo versus like I don't know, but it's quality. Yeah, no, I'm saying like there's so many more hours. It's not of my fair for me, is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but it's okay. Oh. I accept the deal. All right, legally binding. Yeah. We have we have uh, witnesses, so. Um, then Silicon Valley came back for its season four premiere. That segue was so poor. (laughs) I don't care. I was going to say with the alien, the way you feel about the Dunkirk, uh, 15 seconds, every little clip that, uh, alien covenant has been putting out has got me just so pumped. (laughs) I cannot wait. Every breath that Michael Fassbender takes, you get an erection. That's right. (laughs) Okay. Um, so How, do you speaking want to, of that, Silicon Valley came back. No, what Travis? I was just going to ask you to take a look at my erection selection. No. Um, <laughs> so Silicon Valley came back. I'm a huge fan of this show. In my opinion, it's the best comedy on TV right now. Has it a great, I mean, is it, can you think of a better comedy? No. Is it just like a, how long is it? 30 minutes or an hour? 30. 30, and 30 it's, minutes. Okay. I need to oh, watch it. Is it just like a 30 minute Verizon commercial or? <laughs> that's good no it's not well he is kind of like that dude all the each time. character in that show is so good they each are like the chemistry of that cast I it's amazing Like, and yeah. they just they play off each other well and the writing is so sharp yeah it's, it's good. great and the season 4 premiere just picked up and just TJ, I love it and TJ Miller's in it you like TJ Miller yes. yeah. yeah and I do like that guy that um, is from the Verizon commercials but he um, middle ditch middle ditch not comma Thomas. That, that's interesting. Um, but he is in a movie. It's like a indie movie, I guess. It's on Netflix called Joshi. I've heard about that. I think you should watch it. I think you'll I like it. It was really I good. I like indie movies. Really good. Yeah. Uh, but this show definitely started off with some big changes. Um, yeah. So we won't ruin it for you. But you know what's funny is Kayla and I, we actually had a conversation about like, what if someone made a new internet? And then like a few days later... We yeah. watched Silicon Valley and we're like, we're going to make a new internet. So I was That's like, oh, pretty okay. interesting. Yeah. Um, and then, why don't, you t- why don't you guys take the next show? Okay. Maxwell, I'll let you take it since you haven't spoke for a while. Boy, Gotham. It's back, baby. Yeah. Yeah, Ju- it is. Justin, that's another show. <laughs> you watch that show and I'll watch something else that you love and I don't All care right. about. <laughs> I, I, watched the fr- I watched the first season, but I just kind of got... Um, I don't know. I might. I didn't actually finish the first season. I might skip the rest of the first and just jump straight into the second because I hear the quality just improves greatly. Substantially, yes. But man, yeah, this this. I would, go ahead. I'll probably just go straight to the second season. Yeah, that's yeah. probably okay. I don't think you're gonna miss like too much that you wouldn't like be able to catch that's up. Right. On. Just that, right? Yep. Okay. <laughs> so, what's your thoughts, Maxwell? Um. 
It's good. I'm I'm the the ending of this episode. Listen, people, I'm going to talk about it because we got to. So if you haven't watched it yet and you're like into the show or whatever, then just keep listening anyway. So Travis, what do you think, man? At the very end of that episode, he's clearly oh. there with Ra's al Ghul. Uh, well, we don't see him, but we, he's in that yep, like he's, area. He's in what we can only assume is the pit. Who is Gordon? No, I'm just. Kidding. I know. I figured. You're I about assume Bruce. that it's the pit. I, I mean, I can only assume that. Well, maybe not the pit per se, but, but, uh, but he is definitely in a remote location. And then we often. Did you see the previews for next week's episode? No. Yeah. So the, in the preview, you see. Uh, in the preview, you see him getting trained, like he's like kind of going through some training or whatever. But even with all that aside. Um, him owning those people at the end of the episode that were ganging up on him, I was just like, yes, yeah, because yes, he used yes. to get his butt whooped the like every season because he's just a little kid, you know, he hasn't learned anything, and he's like actually getting older in real life, and it's yeah. playing in perfectly to this uh, show. I have to ask you, do you, you actually think that if this show continues to go on, we'll actually see to the point where he is Batman? Yeah, I was wondering about that and how I feel about it i guess if the show stays to the quality or obviously if it gets even better um and if it does well enough that as he gets older and it's still going on and on and on then it would be really cool to just like transition it into it's now just like a batman show or something you know at first uh at the very beginning of like the show uh I wasn't sure how I felt about that kid as Bruce Wayne because at Same. first I was like, I don't really know if I like him or not. Like, but I tell you, as the as the episodes progress, dude, like I'm all about him. I'm all about Alfred. Alfred like is awesome as well. Yes. Like, <laughs> um, but I'm just anxious to see because now that obviously Bruce is in that remote location and somebody is in his kind of taken over for him like i'm kind of curious what's going to happen with that in the in the court of owls and all that stuff so yeah i'm pretty excited about what's going to happen the rest of the season so it's looking very very good yeah i agree uh in other dc news um to kind of segue so uh so you all know the show powerless which we thought was going to be really good because it had the what was the guy's name from community uh danny pudi yeah him and then also uh alan tudyk from firefly and rogue one Yes, and then... And the, Dodgeball. He was Steve the Pirate. Yes, and then also the girl from High School Musical, which her uh, name alludes me. And Alan Tudyk was the guy from uh, Wreck-It Ralph. He was the like the Candyland... Oh, was like, he? Uh, the king? The guy with the weird voice. I don't remember that. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, anyways, that show was actually pulled off the air with two episodes left. It so. has been dumped on from the beginning. I don't think it got any positive reviews, which is disappointing. Um, I don't know. I guess it just gives Danny Pudi more time to film his scenes for uh, the Han Solo movie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't say that I'm surprised. It's been rocky since the beginning. So, uh, But I'll tell you something that hasn't been rocky is this next series that we're going to talk about, Maxwell. You want to tell us what that is? You know what? I'm going to do that. So, I know you guys saw every Fast and Furious movie, and you're still craving even more, uh, even though the latest flick just came out. So, this news should reignite your passion for the franchise. The Rock and Jason Statham are getting the very first spinoff of the franchise. I thought you were going <laughs> to say getting be- married. Yeah, <laughs> maybe, in the spinoff. Um, <laughs> and it's all because of their fight scene and, dare I say, bromance in the uh, Fate of the Furious. Which is just insane. How- 
Did you go see uh, the new Fast and Furious movie, Maxwell? I have not, no. But I know they're supposed it, to make, I think, two more after the one that just came out. But if they're going to start doing spinoffs, then who knows where the hell it's going to end. Possibilities endless, I tell you. Um, yeah, I I can't say that I'm surprised. Uh, I do like the chemistry, though, between The Rock and Jason Statham. I think that's just too much testosterone not to love. You know what I mean? <laughs> but uh i do know but yeah i am kind of interested to see the movie only because i am kind of curious how that fight scene goes because it definitely looks like it's over the top whoa that's That's right um and speaking of over the top uh you guys know m night Shyamalan, right that segue though what Uh, yes (laughs) well yeah so uh have you guys seen um, base? So let me ask you, uh, M. Night Shyamalan, what's your favorite? You mean old Shyamalan Ding Dong? Shyamalan Ding Dong. What's your favorite Shyamalan Ding Dong movie? Um, definitely not Lady in the Water because that movie was garbage. Definitely not The Village. I actually have not seen that whole movie. Someone told me how it ended before I got a chance to see it, and I was like, forget that. Um, God, I don't know. Um, I actually really like that last one with the grandparents. I didn't see that one. It was I, Sixth Sense is oh. probably my favorite, but that one was. Pretty I like good. Signs. Oh yeah, I forgot he did Signs. Yeah. I do like Signs. Maxwell, do you got a favorite or not really? Um, the one with the twist ending, probably Signs. Yeah, the one with the twist ending. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So he's actually confirmed uh, that he uh, by by going on Twitter and saying, "Okay, here we go, finished," and he's finished the new script. Uh, it's only taken seventeen years. But I can finally answer the number one question I get. Are you making a king sequel to Unbreakable or what? <laughs> uh, the new film uh, is actually going to be the sequel to Unbreakable. And also, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Split, it is technically a prequel to Unbreakable. If you didn't know that. Um, uh, a so prequel or sequel to... Split is a prequel to Unbreakable. Okay. It leads up to uh, Unbreakable. Uh, this movie uh, will be titled Glass, and it will be a sequel after Unbreakable. Uh, and it will actually It's slated to come out January 18th, 2019, and Bruce Willis and Samuel Jackson will be reprising their roles. Which, did you guys see Unbreakable? Yeah, I saw Pulp Fiction. <laughs> okay. They were both in that. <laughs> yeah. At the end of the movie, did Samuel Jackson, he didn't die. He just got completely like busted up, right? Like every bone in his yeah, body shattered. Yeah, I think shattered. he's just hurt. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. So I liked Unbreakable. I'm kind of curious. I really, really want to see Split because I heard it's really good. So, yeah, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Big so surprise. I, so I definitely need to see that. So over to you, Justin. All right. So last week we had a very Star Wars heavy episode, and I have more Star Wars news to report to you. Mm. That's always a good thing. Yeah, so episode eight, we knew it was going to come out in this December. Uh, the Han Solo movie is going to come out in May 2018. And that, the general consensus I thought was that episode nine is going to come out in December 2019, which would mean a year and a half without Star Wars. And I'm just not ready for that. No. <laughs> I'm used to the yearly releases now. Uh, however, that's not the case. And Disney announced that episode nine will come out May 24th, 2019. Um, also announced was that Indiana Jones had been pushed back to June 10th, 2020. And it sounds weird to say that Harrison Ford is going to play Indiana Jones in 2020. Um, Wow. Yeah. Disney also announced that Frozen 2 will release on November 27th, 2019. The live action Lion King will release on July 19th, 2019. 
Toy Story 4 comes out in 2019. So 2019, <laughs> they're going to break so many records that year. I can't imagine them having a more successful year than what they're going to have in 2019. Yeah, unless they're That's, all flops. That would suck, but I just can't imagine any of those movies flopping. Yeah, could you imagine having a big old floppy one? I mean, a big old floppy flop. Uh, I mean, you're talking about Especially Star Wars. four floppy ones. Yeah. I mean, having <laughs> that is, episode that 9 That sounds like a party. Out. That sounds like a party. <laughs> yeah. I mean, episode 9 will break a billion dollars, most likely. I mean, didn't Force Awakens break a billion? Uh, I have no idea. I don't know money, um, but... I mean, it's it's very likely that I mean, Toy Story is always up there. Frozen's going to be huge. I mean, I think the Wreck It Ralph movie comes out in twenty nineteen. Also, gosh, there's a Wreck It Ralph sequel. It's called Ralph Breaks the Internet. Yeah. Are you joking or is that? I swear to God, yeah. I think it's called Ralph Breaks the Internet. Mm. Yeah, but there is a sequel. Yeah. Yeah, look it up. It's it'll be good. I'm sure it'll be good. Yeah. It'll be good, I'm sure. That should be like on the box <laughs> of the reviews. Speaking, speaking, speaking of being good, Maxwell knows all about good things. Hmm. I do. I do. I, here's another week of me talking about stuff that you guys could care less about. I'm excited, kind of. <laughs> I I am excited. I am super excited for Alien. This one, I'm not as excited. Um, I'm all over the place depending on what kind of fe- like news I get on this movie. So apparently. The new Predator movie has been getting a lot of crap for using CGI-only Predators. But the director, Shane Black, took to social media to confirm that they are not all CGI. He said, I am standing next to a seven-foot-tall gentleman in a Predator suit, so no, it is not all CGI. Which, the new Alien movie, I'm pretty sure 100% of the Alien is CGI. I don't think there was any um, practical effects in this. Yeah, because Aliens aren't real. I'm just joking. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Are. <laughs> yes. <laughs> They're both real in my heart. Yes. Um, so, you know, that does have me thinking about that, how CGI can often be used in place of, like, practical effects and props and whatnot. Um, so next week we're going to go into the pros and cons of these two options. Are we in the age of CGI or are we still in a place for practical effects? Okay. I, I think, think it's going to be a very good topic. Yeah. yeah. So everyone listening with your ear holes, uh, let or us your know. your eyeballs. Well, you can't listen with your eyeballs, can you? If you do subtitles. That is a good point. <laughs> good point. <laughs> he did it. <laughs> Thank you, Travis. Yeah. Um, I just spit all over my computer. Oh, well. Uh, so uh, if you're listening or watching or reading, I guess, Travis, um, let us know uh, what you prefer. Do you think CGI is a good thing? Practical effects, what do you prefer? Give us some examples of each one done well. Okay. I'm I'm thinking of one that's not done well. Well, save it for next week, you douchebag. Um, so, <laughs> just kidding, damn. I'm just kidding. So, guys, you know what time it is, right? What time is it? Hammer time. Oh, oh. no, nope, wrong show, <laughs> wrong show. Sorry. All right, it's time for pick of the week. All right, I've go. I've been going to Maxwell all night. So, Travis, no Maxwell, you go. Oh, you always go first. Not today. No, Justin always goes first. Oh, you want me to start off? Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm honored. Because then it just feels weird not doing I, it in a I, I have two picks. This I'm always week. used to Justin finishing first. Yeah. God, why? <laughs> <laughs> you are? You're used to that? <laughs> uh, so we have problems then. <laughs> I have two picks this week uh, Fargo and Silicon Valley. I talked about them about 15 minutes ago, if you've been listening. And. Uh, both of them had very strong premieres, um, and Fargo had a strong follow-up episode. And 
I just can't wait that each year these shows uh, put out great uh, great shows, and I just can't wait to see where it's headed. So that's my pick. All right, Maxwell. So I think my my true pick of the week is going to be La La Land. As much as I want it to be Life, Life has gotten like ripped apart in the reviews, and the, the ratings are not that high. But the movie is better to me than the ratings actually are. Um, and I think most of it comes down to two things. Life is a story that we've all seen before where like an alien creature comes in and it's a space thing or whatever. It's been year after year. They always tell these things even since the fifties, but it doesn't have a hero's ending either. And I think there's just most movies that don't have that hero's ending. People aren't happy with like I wanted, um, passengers to not have that ending. I wanted them to like die because it would have been a better story. Um, but they survive and it just makes a very happy Hollywood ending. And that's, I think why, of course that, that one kind of didn't do that well in ratings either, but it did do better than life. Um, but my actual true pick the week that if you have to go watch a movie is going to be, uh, La La Land. I might watch it again tonight. (laughs) I might watch it tonight. It's sitting on my desk. Uh, just sitting there. It's, it's a great movie. Yep. Um, my pick of the week, uh, and I know this is going to sound silly because I think I may have picked it when it first came out, but my pick of the week is my Nintendo Switch. There's a reason. Okay. Uh, this is the first time that I actually, like when I went to Dallas, this is the first time that I actually got to travel like with my Switch other than just playing it on my lunch at work or whatever. Uh, it was awesome. Just being able to sit on the plane and play Zelda the entire way. Didn't have to worry about battery life or anything like that. Um, instead of just like watching a movie like I normally would or anything like that, like I was able, like I was while I was waiting, like at the terminal, like just waiting on my plane to get there. I was playing when I got on the plane. I was playing. It just, it to me just changed like the way that I travel because typically it's I'm either listening to music and hoping I fall asleep on the plane or I'm watching a movie. Wish I was doing something else. Yeah. Um, so it's nice just to have that extra option, uh, especially like. When I pulled down the tray, I unhooked my Joy-Cons, set it on the little the little tray, and I'm just back on my chair just playing. Nice. Just playing Zelda, and like there's just people beside me like, what the heck's this guy doing? <laughs> um, but uh, it, it's just really nice just to, be able to, just to be able to have another option for when you're traveling. So that's my So pick. quick question about that, the battery life. You were saying an issue for me, like since handheld gaming was a thing, um, has been that when you get down to a certain battery percentage like you might get a flashing light saying hey it's gonna be dying soon but you Mm -hmm. could probably get like another 30 45 minutes out of that flashing light sometimes is there a moment where it goes all right time to just save your game because we're gonna shut it down so so at about 15 percent, i think it's fit when when it's 15 percent, it tells your battery is low uh and then when it hits five percent again it tell it gives you another warning hey your battery is critically low and then about a minute before it shuts down, it says uh, your it says your uh, your Nintendo Switch is going to automatically put itself to sleep soon, and you got like a like a ten to you got like a thirty second window to save your game. Oh, that's actually awesome. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so and that, and that was one of the things because I did get to that point because I forgot when I left the house because it had been in my backpack in rest mode all week, uh, and then when I got it out on the plane, excited to play, it was at twenty five percent, and I was oh, like, yeah. damn it. <laughs> um, but on the way back, I made sure that it was charged yeah. and it wasn't a big deal. But uh, are you picking up Mario Kart tomorrow? Yes, yeah, me too. So eight players, man, on switches. 
I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, that's my pick of the week. Justin, um, you want to go ahead and close out, buddy? Sure thing. So thank you for listening and watching, and we hope that you enjoyed this episode. Uh, we look forward to hearing from you, and as always, you can like and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, and Instagram. That's the one that's not on there. Uh, you can also reach us via email at podcast at nerdswithmikes.com. Check out our friends that we mentioned earlier. Um, yeah, so thank you. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. From the bottom of our hearts. New logo. Oh, yeah, new logo. <laughs> Can you believe it? Nope. Maxwell just made this right now. <laughs> and look, he's drawing a smiley face on it. No. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That's so awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir.